Good morning, everybody, and thank you for being here today at Fresh Start. My name is Jennifer Ken Charpentier, and I am the Director of Operations. We're happy to be joined today by Alberta's Minister of Seniors, Community, and Social Services, Jeremy Nixon, who also happens to serve here as the local MLA. George Cajal, Member of Parliament for Calgary Skyview in representation of the Government of Canada. Arlene Adamson, President of the Alberta Seniors and Community Housing Association. And Gord Johnson, CEO of Civita Edmonton. Before introducing our first speaker, I wanted to say first how glad we are to have our guests here today. I also wanted to share a little bit about Fresh Start and the work we do to support Calgarians and Albertans. Fresh Start is in its 30th year of operation. We offer a long-term bed-based program for people who suffer from the disease of addiction. We also provide programming for family and friends who have been affected by someone else's disease. The work we do wouldn't be possible without the support of different levels of government. I would now like to introduce the Honourable Minister of Seniors, Community and Social Services, Jeremy Nixon. Thank you, Jennifer, for that introduction and for hosting us here today. Uh, Fresh Start to Recovery Centre is an absolutely amazing facility and I know has had such impact on so many lives over the years. So thank you, Jennifer, and the entire team here at Fresh Start for your amazing work. And uh, we're just so proud to be able to partner with you and uh, in helping make the, the success for so many possible. I'm also proud to be able to uh, make this announcement here in my uh, home constituency of Calgary Klein. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. I think Calgary Klein. There's a big argument about this, but uh, is uh, certainly the most beautiful constituency in Calgary. But uh, one might argue um, the rest of Alberta. Of course, I got to contend with Banff and Jasper. So uh, it is what it is. But uh, you know, we we've been talking. Uh, we talk a lot about investing in intervention. Uh, obviously, my my ministry, a big part of the ministry, is in investing in intervention. When people uh, are experiencing homelessness or crisis or domestic violence uh, and uh, and homelessness, I think I already said that. But uh, you know, we need to make sure that as a society that we're investing in resources to help lift people out of those situations. And of course, we're doing that as a provincial government. We've significantly increased funding for affordable, sorry, for homelessness and homeless outreach supports. Uh, but we also need to ask the question: What do we do after the crisis? And I think that's what we're here today to talk about. As I've been touring the province, meeting with uh, with domestic uh, or for, with women shelters, with homeless shelter providers, with uh, treatment services, and so many others in our community, the big thing, the constant theme that continues to come up is we need more affordable housing. We need to make sure that when you're at the end of that crisis, that there's a place to go to call home. And that's what we're here today to announce. You know, as I think about... Uh, over my career in the not-for-profit sector, I can share so many stories, but, you know, I got a few today. When we talk about Anne, for example, who had the courage uh, to leave her husband, who was extremely abusive to her and her two daughters, and she had nowhere to go. And she ended up on a friend's couch. It was kind of a bachelor uh, pad. It wasn't a great place, but it was a place. And uh, she waited there until she was eventually able to find a place that was affordable within Calgary Housing. I also think about my friend Jeff, who ended up on the streets after losing his wife, and he was unable to cope, and he fell into addiction, 
He lived on the streets for years until eventually he asked for help. We were able to help get him into a treatment program. But where do you go after that treatment program? My friend Tyler, who struggled with mental illness, schizophrenia specifically, and ended up in the hospital because of uh, his mental illness. He got stabilized on medication. He ended up back on the street until he became a risk to themselves again. And then he ended up back in the hospital. Where can Tyler go after we help get him stable and settled? And how do we help him get settled in community to make sure that he has a place that he can call home? Or Sammy, who left a refugee camp after fleeing her country because it wasn't safe and ended up in a foreign country with no resources, no support, no family, just her and her children. Where does she go after she flees that crisis? Affordable housing serves many Albertans that are in need that are facing unique challenges in our community. And I just listed a few of them, but there's so many other unique stories and challenges that we're facing in our community. Whether they be seniors living on fixed income, a woman and a mother fleeing domestic violence, an individual who has recently recovered from addiction, a veteran, or simply a family living on low income in our communities. Affordable housing is providing an opportunity for a better future for these individuals and their families. Last December, our government launched our Affordable Housing Partnership Program, which provides funding to housing providers across the province to build affordable housing, to build homes for people. This funding is specifically used to build, renovate, build, renovate and expand a number of affordable housing units we have here in Alberta, helping us to meet our goal of adding 25,000 new housing units by 2031. Today, I'm proud to be able to announce $66 million in funding for new projects across this province, creating 410 new units of housing. These aren't just single units. These are also units for families with multiple bedrooms to help meet a great and growing need within our communities. I'm excited about this announcement because I know what this means for so many in our community. This funding has been allocated to projects in our urban centers for Calgary and Edmonton, including $4 million to Fresh Start Recovery, where we are here today. Of course, $14.9 million to Savita as they uh, build more units in Edmonton, $6.5 million into Jasper to support families, and $3.2 million to provide transitional housing in Wetaskiwin. Funding for today's announcement is made possible through a focus on affordable housing and budget 2023, but also because of strong partnerships in our community, strong partnerships across uh, government bound, uh, boundaries, working with our federal as well as our municipal partners, but also strong partnerships with our not-for-profit organizations, such as Fresh Start here in the community. These partnerships are allowing us to build more housing faster so that we can help people have a place that they can call their home. In just the past two weeks, our government has announced funding for nearly 1,100 new affordable housing units across the province. And uh, the good news is we're just getting started. So thank you again uh, to Fresh Start for hosting, for all the amazing work that you do. And now I'd like to be able to introduce uh, my friend, George Shahal, the MP for Calgary Skyview. George. Hello, everyone. Bonjour à tous. It's a pleasure to join you all today alongside... Minister Nixon, and all our esteemed guests from partner organizations. As we all know, having a safe and affordable place to call home is crucial to the overall health and well-being of Canadians. For our communities to thrive, we need to ensure that all residents have access to affordable housing, where they can build a successful future for themselves and their families. 
The National Housing Strategy underlines the importance of creating affordable homes where all Canadians can feel secure and where they can build the lives they deserve. Our government is passionate about housing, and I know the same holds true for everyone joining us here today. It's the reason we're able to make today's important announcement. Our government is investing up to $32.5 million through the National Housing Strategy 10-year bilateral funding agreement between the governments of Canada and Alberta to create and renovate more than 410 affordable housing units for women and children, seniors, veterans, families, and vulnerable Albertans. As I travel across Alberta, I've had the privilege of hearing how the programs under the National Housing Strategy are improving lives, creating thriving communities, and supporting better futures for Canadians. The success of the National Housing Strategy is a result of the combined efforts of all levels of government working with many organizations across the country, such as the Alberta Seniors and Community Housing Association, Fresh Start Recovery, Savita, and so much more to achieve this. Through these collaborative efforts, we can ensure parents will be able to raise their children without worrying about where they will spend their next night. We can ensure that women and children fleeing domestic violence will have the resources they need to stay safe and live prosperously. Our veterans and seniors will be able to remain in their communities, in homes that are affordable and accessible. Through our bilateral funding agreements with provincial governments and territories, our government is investing in a better Canada. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of Canadians by providing them with safe and affordable housing. I now welcome Arlene Adamson, the president of Alberta Seniors and Community Housing Association, to share some remarks. Thank you, MP Chahal. Um, and thank you, Chief Minister Nixon, uh, for the collective leadership of all levels of government. Uh, this has been... Uh, this continues to be a journey of growth in our province and investment in affordable housing, and we're glad to be a part of it. As the chair of Alberta Seniors and Community Housing, um, and on behalf of our board and our members, thank you for the leadership in the sector and for ensuring that all Albertans have a place to call home and and can be successful uh, in our in our province. ASHA's role is to serve and support our members, and it's an important work that they do across our province, serving over 60,000 Albertans in a range of housing options that, that are created in our communities. We are pleased for all of our members who have been successful in receiving grant funding through the Affordable Housing Partnership Program, and we're excited about the opportunity to help meet the growing need for affordable housing across our province and in their own communities. Housing supports Alberta, and without housing, Albertans will struggle to thrive in their own chosen community. We believe that building capacity in the housing sector will ensure Albertans in communities uh, can age successfully, can contribute well, and they directly will benefit as individuals uh, in our province. The need is great. Um, almost almost 700,000 Albertans 
spend over 30% of their income on housing. And the funding, this funding, will help us make sure that there's more affordable housing and reduce that number directly. That's success. Our members are leaders in the housing sector and with a strong history of delivering affordable housing and housing options. And they're well poised to be able to increase the need or increase on the demands um, to make sure that we've got affordable housing in all of our communities to meet all of those uh, population demands, be it single women through seniors, uh, community housing, family housing, as the minister has well spoken. um, The opportunity to make this investment is just outstanding. We need to ensure that uh, we continue to make headway on this pathway. It only makes sense for all of us. Prioritizing housing means reducing the impact on other areas, health care, mental health and addiction, justice, um, but most importantly, the tremendous impact on Albertans directly and their opportunity to have a safe place to call home. The provincial government plays a critical role, as does the federal government, in prioritizing and including uh, being a significant funder to the needs for housing across our province. We look forward to working with our members of ASHA, the government and communities across Alberta to ensure that Albertans live in housing that supports their dignity, serves their needs and allows them to live in their chosen community. So thank you for this investment. Thank you for continuing along this journey. Uh, We look forward to creating a better Alberta for everyone. And it's my great pleasure to now introduce Gord Johnson, CEO of Savita. Gord. Thank you very much, Arlene, and good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's my absolute pleasure to be here this morning. As Arlene mentioned, my name is Gord Johnson. I'm the CEO of, of Savita. Uh, we're uh, a provider of community and mixed market housing in Edmonton. It's my pleasure to be here alongside MP George Hall, the Honourable Jeremy Nixon, my housing colleague Arlene, and thank you, Jennifer, for hosting today's event. For Savita, today's announcement about the Alberta Affordable Housing Partnership program funding is amazing news for those seeking more affordable places to live. All of the announcements today will have a meaningful impact on those we are collectively here to serve, those who need safe and affordable housing in communities across Alberta. For Savita specifically, this capital grant funding worth $14.9 million will help us provide more affordable homes at our new Lendrum redevelopment project in south-central Edmonton. Lendrum is one of Savita's newest innovative housing redevelopment projects. We are proud that this new project will meaningfully assist the Government of Alberta in working towards its target of adding 25,000 new affordable homes in our province. In fact, as a result of partnerships with all three levels of government, Savita will have added close to 500 units of new affordable housing in the last 18 months alone. Thank you. And we have other exciting projects in the pipeline too. At Landrum, we took an old 48-unit complex built in the early 1970s, which had reached the end of its lifespan. And we are currently constructing an amazing and affordable 120-unit complex. The mix of townhouses and apartment-style living will be home to over 300 children and families. Our Landrum property is nestled in a family-friendly community close to a light rail transit line, schools, a major recreation centre, shopping and parks. And I'm proud to say that this new development will open in the late fall of 2023. We can't wait 
to open Lendrum's doors to children and families. This funding from the government of Alberta will allow Savita to offer even more of the units at this site at deeply discounted affordable rental rates. In fact, as a result of this funding, we will be able to offer all 120 units at either 60 or 80% of, of market rates. These deep discounts will have a meaningful financial impact on those people who choose to make Lendrum their new home. In short, this will make our communities dramatically more affordable, creating communities that support those who need a home the most. At Savita, we hear every day about the lived experience of individuals trying to make ends meet when facing increasing costs to just keep their families afloat. This grant means that more families can focus less on survival and more on, th on thriving in their schools, in their workplaces, and in their communities. This grant will change life trajectories and is an, and is an investment in our collective future. Innovative housing investments like this allow organizations like Savita to make a meaningful impact on the affordable housing landscape in Alberta. Minister Nixon, Savita thanks you and your colleagues at the Government of Alberta for the significant investment in helping those in need of safe and affordable housing. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So that uh, concludes our formal uh, portion of today's announcement. <clears throat> we'll now move into the question and answer uh, from media. Uh, we'll start with media here in person to see if we have uh, any questions. We've got a microphone here. Uh, 17 affordable housing projects. Um, and that was, of course, through the... Uh, um, uh, 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 this would have been the Canada-Alberta National Housing Strategy Bilateral Agreement. Now, that, that's correct. I, I've got those numbers right. The $66 million today then, just so I understand this, is this an addition to that? And are these, because um, I th think you're talking about 11 projects here. So 17 projects announced earlier this month, 11 now. Is, is, so are we looking at 28 projects and then more than $100 million now or if you can maybe just explain the numbers for me here. Yeah, so this $66 million is in addition to that $54 million we announced earlier um, this month or last month, whenever that was. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. did you have a follow-up? Yeah, just, just give us a sense here, just in terms of how... Um, sorry, I'm uh, doing a double duty here. But um, if you could just give us a sense here then, um, just how far um, this goes, this, this $100 million goes towards addressing the issue here um, in Alberta, in Calgary, what more needs to be done? So significantly more needs to be done. Uh, as we've mentioned, our goal is to build out 25,000 um, uh, new or, or refurbished spaces over the next 10 years. Uh, obviously, 1,100 spaces uh, goes a long way in helping us to accomplish that. Uh, but significantly more needs to be done. You know, I think Arlene uh, uh, outlined the, the significant need that's within our community. And, uh, you know, this... This is just the start. I mean, and obviously we've already been building as well over the last three years. Uh, so I, I shouldn't even say this is just the start. This is, uh, we're partway through and we're going to continue to build. Perfect. Uh, any other questions here in person? We'll jump to the phones. We've got a few callers on the line. Uh, so operator, can you put through our first caller? Thank you. Brenda Neufeld, QR Calgary. Hi there, this question's for the Minister. Um, 
there's a protest going on in Calgary this morning from a tenants group pushing for rent control. Uh, there's been massive um, rent increases in the city, and uh, they're demanding um, rent increases be capped at 2% a year. Um, and a Calgary City Councillor says the province needs to get on this and do something about this. Is this on your government's radar at all? No, rent control is not on the government's radar. Uh, we understand that rent prices are going up. I uh, believe this is a supply-demand challenge that we're facing in our community, and it's why we're focused right now on increasing the supply of affordable housing to make sure that we have options for Albertans to address the increasing rent prices. It's also why we increase the rent supplemental program within our budget to make sure that we can also help address uh, the growing rent uh, challenge for low-income people so they can afford to live in our communities. And do you have a follow-up, Brenda? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess um, the city, count, uh, city councillor Courtney Penner said um, this is something that Calgarians should be um, pressing the government about, making it an election issue this spring because, uh, you know, it goes to. I, I know your government is has all of these affordability measures in place, and she says um, rent should be one of those things that is affordable. Yeah, I agree that rent is something that, that should be affordable. I think the challenge with what we've seen with rent caps in other jurisdictions, it can have an immediate impact, but longer term, uh, it creates longer term challenges. Uh, again, our issue is supply and rent control can limit supply as we go forward. So that's why our efforts and our initiatives today are about increasing the supply of affordable housing, as well as uh, the increases in the rent supplemental program to help address uh, the, the growing rent for low income Albertans. And operator, can you put through our next caller? Thank you, Scott Hayes, Jasper Fitzhu News. Uh, good morning. I'm not entirely sure who this question should be directed to, but I think Minister Nixon is the most likely candidate. I'm just looking for more specifics on how that $6.5 million is going to be used in Jasper, where that's going to go. Sorry, just give me one second. So the $6.5 million is going to the uh, municipality of Jasper to help with the Jasper uh, Connet Affordable Housing Program. Okay, thank you very much. Did you have a follow-up on the, on the line? No follow-up. Okay. Uh, operator, any other callers on the line? There are no additional questions at this time. Perfect. Thank you. That concludes today's announcement. Oh. Or one more on the floor. Okay. Can you just state your name and uh, sure, your name? Sure, Dave Gilson with CBC News. Okay, awesome. We'll do one question, one follow-up. Uh, uh, sure, you know what, Ar if I could do, uh, yeah, Arlene and then Jennifer, if that's okay. Just a quick couple of questions, if I may. Arlene, just um, the question relates to just in terms of your role with your organization, just in terms of these latest announcements, what, uh, how do they address what you see are the way of, uh, in the way of uh, needs for, uh, for seniors, affordable housing, and where do you see that demand increasing in the near future? Well, seniors are amongst the populations of the various populations that need affordable housing, of course. Uh, seniors live on fixed income. Um, we have a number of, of uh, operators across this province in ASHA that operate seniors' housing, and uh, we're pleased to see the investment that Minister Nixon and the government is making uh, and the federal government. Uh, we just recently came from the north of Stony Plain area where there was an announcement happening as well. 
I can't underscore enough uh, the that it is a supply issue. We do need to increase the amount of affordable housing that's available um, across this province in every community. People need the right to be able to age successfully in their own community. And speaking specifically to seniors on behalf of uh, ASHA, uh, it is important that we help people age. Um, and that's both an investment in independent living and it's an investment in supportive living where people congregate settings, where people get some added services. Services. And then, of course, in the healthcare space uh, to make sure that there's more supports uh, in health. Um, I would say specifically to help seniors age, you know, the investment in the direction that the government is going in investing in home care is an important one. Uh, that can't happen soon enough. You know, we need to make sure that people can stay in their own homes. And, uh, you know, I, I know that that is part of the agenda, along with tenant support workers. So operating dollars, uh, more housing, more supports. Um, you know, we do have an aging population and uh, they need to be able to age successfully and not in our healthcare system. So as I said earlier, um, affordable housing makes that possible. There's an impact on reducing the, the burden of cost in healthcare. So, um, more, 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 and more, I guess I would say is important, but it, you know, it, we have to live within the ability to be able to do it. So it's not a, there's no silver bullet. It can't be done today only. It's going to have to be a long-term commitment here that we see from all levels of government. Okay. And then your follow-up. Uh, just uh, for Jennifer, just uh, one, one question. Thanks for taking the time. Sure. Uh, okay, so we're talking $4 million for uh, a build here. Is that correct, out of this latest announcement for, for um, Fresh, Start, uh, Fresh Start Recovery? Is that yes. correct? And um, is, that, is that the um, building that's going up south of here? Is that correct, or the facility, or no? Uh, I don't have those details oh. of location at this time. What I can tell you is that it is about post-treatment housing. So it is for uh, anybody, alumni, who has completed our program and as they transition and continue in the continuum of recovery, uh, it is for them, it is for their families, and it's an absolute addition to all of the work that we do. So that's the $4 million that was announced today. Yes, then. it's a part of it, yes. Uh, um, uh, how important... So we're, we're just going to stick with the formal. You're welcome to speak with, uh, with sure, her afterwards. Okay. Uh, so that wraps up today's announcement. Thank you.